Breaking news earlier this morning that New Zealand had been awarded the not sought after Fossil of the Day Award at the COP28 Summit in Dubai. Members of the Climate Action Network uh, voted for countries that have done their best to block progress in climate negotiation. Our government copped the award for announcing plans to reopen offshore oil and gas exploration. Dr Jacqueline Raworth joins us. Farming academic Jacqueline, do you see the hypocrisy in this? Uh, we're being lectured from Dubai where the Arab nations are busy pumping out oil as quickly as they can so we can burn it. Yes, absolutely. And it does show the issue about trying to be purer than everybody and not calculating the cost of actually achieving that purity. And we're doing it in a lot of areas. And then it comes back to bite us. Well, isn't it bizarre that we're holding COP28 in the Middle East of all places? I agree with you about that. And really one might need to ask in any of these COP things, what do they actually achieve in terms of determined, nationally determined contributions do we then keep to them? And how many people have to go there by what method of transport to actually make their statements? And we know that these COP meetings have vast numbers of people from the fossil fuel industry. We also know that there are subsidies still going into getting fossil fuel out of the ground. So, yes, it, the hypocrisy is right. <laughs> I would love to see the carbon footprint of this latest conference. Mind you, it goes. It goes from the 30th of November through to the 12th of December. That's the best part of a couple of weeks. Yeah. And all those people just trying to negotiate on global targets that mostly they don't understand. We all understand that it would be a good idea to live more sensibly. But some of the decisions that New Zealand is making are not sensible. I don't know that many people realise that with the refinery shutdown, when we decided not to import um, raw fuel, uh, raw oil type products anymore and shut down our own um, systems over in Taranaki, but actually that means we don't have a bitumen industry anymore, which and bitumen for roads, which means that we're having to import the bitumen to patch up our roads, and we all know the roads are in a terrible state, and part of that is because we no longer have high-quality bitumen. Not to mention the stupidity of importing coal yeah. uh, to a company oh. that, uh, to a country, should I say, that produces plenty of the stuff. Yeah, well, yes, and then how can we um, get more renewable energy. Well, we're already over 80%. And the, there was a, a report on that that said going higher than 80% in terms of renewable actually puts your population at risk. So why are we trying to get this 100% purity stuff? Oh, because there was once a campaign. No, that was actually about 100% pure adrenaline rush. It wasn't about the purity of all our statements about being smoke-free or um, fossil fuel free or animal free or any of those sorts of things. Well, I'm glad the current regime's trying to get back to some sense of normality mm. or pragmatism because let's be honest, the virtue signalling Ardern government was at the bleeding edge rather mm -hmm. than the leading edge. Mm. Virtue signalling yep. on a world stage. Yeah, it was. And now we've got the problems of actually at the grassroots, and I use the term advisedly in terms of agriculture, of trying to do even better when we're actually really good. What seems to have missed is that when you're really good already, which we are in most uh, most areas, getting even better. And remember, COP is usually about um, percentage reductions rather than actuals. 
it's very difficult to achieve what is required or what has been stated we will achieve without a lot of money, which frankly we don't have. Hey, just a final comment, because you've written a really good column for our website, thecountry.co.nz, on where we can swim these holidays. And no doubt the poor old farmers, they'll cop it for polluting the waterways of rural rivers, but the most polluted swimming spaces in this country are not rural rivers, they're urban beaches. Yeah, and the national government has said it wants um, swimmable rivers and beaches, and there is no statement that they're going to be backtracking on quality standards. But the important thing to, is the LAWA, Land, Air, Water, Aotearoa website, for telling you whether you can swim today. And that's the one to go and look at. And some of the reports that have come out are actually not to do with swimmability during the swimming season. So there's been a bit of a confusion. Just go to the LAWA website and, and click, can I swim here? And then you will know whether it's a good idea or not. But, Jamie, never swim within two to three days of heavy rain. That's a global statement. Just don't do it because of rips and currents and fecal stuff washed off the the banks. Uh, And be sensible. Always on the beaches, swim between the flags. Yes. uh, Be careful where you swim and don't drown in wokeness. There you go. Uh, Dr. (laughs) Jacqueline Rayleth, always good to chat on the country. Lovely, thanks, Jamie.